Hello, welcome to episode 13 of Unseeded. This is our second attempt at doing this. I may have cursed it the first time by saying this is unlucky episode number yep. 13, but so she's dropped out the session twice already, and I have no notes of this episode because, well, I mean, for a good reason, I have a job again, and Fur's not watched any tennis because she's been partying at a wedding. Yeah, I'm sorry, I have a social life. So. Yeah. And it's bank holiday weekend for everyone who's not in the UK, so very busy. Which actually is like half our audience is not in the UK. <laughs> well, there you go. The more you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and there's another bank holiday next weekend. But yes, so I've got sort of rough talking points for today. Um, I thought I'd just quiz it, give you a little little question. Ooh. Um, I've, I'm going to read you a quote. And you've got, you've got to tell me whether this is a uh, quote from you from a previous episode okay. uh, talking about Roger Federer or if it's a professional tennis player talking about another fellow professional tennis player. Okay, this should be fairly easy. Uh, so the quote is, you see his face and he's so beautiful in life. He's so amazing. Wait. Uh, I'm gonna go with not me. It wasn't you. No, oh, that yeah, was... that's good. <laughs> <laughs> is I someone mean... talking about Roger or not? <laughs> no, that is Mira Andreva on her 16th birthday talking about when she saw uh, Andy Murray in the canteen. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I think. I think in this quote, she also described him as gorgeous. <laughs> I mean, it's not the first word that comes to mind when I think of Andy Murray. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, Andy Murray's response on Twitter was, imagine how good she's going to be when she gets her eyes fixed. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Yeah. So that was that was a good moment, but maybe we should talk about, if, did you see anything of Mira Andreeva? She went on a very good run. Bearing in mind, she started the tournament as a 15-year-old and then became a 16-year-old. I'm going to um, give a disclaimer. I didn't see any tennis this week. Okay. Well, um, just she beat Leila Fernandez. Then oh. she beat Beatrice Haddad-Meyer, and then she beat Magdalenette. She has just lost to Arena Sabalenka, but, I mean, that's sort of fair enough. Yeah, that's the hard one to beat. <laughs> yeah. Other notable things that happened on the WTA side, Paula Bedosa beat Coco Goff quite resoundingly. Once again, we're seeing what happens when you've got a particularly weak forehand and a player that can hit a fast, heavy ball to your forehand. <laughs> and then Bedosa lost to Maria Zachary. So that is uh, another thing we should note. Uh, Felix Ali seen was beaten by Dusan Leovic. So maybe the only interesting thing for you today is that your predictions were terrible. Oh, I know. Feels bad. Yeah. It's bad to be wrong. My predictions are still in it. Igor Sviontek and Carlos Alcaraz. I mean, your predictions were, like, we said crazy predictions and you went the safe, the safest no, you could no, have No, 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 no. The crazy predictions were the week before. The, the prediction, these were just predictions for Madrid. Oh, I think I was still doing crazy predictions. Yeah. That, that's like, a... what's the point of going safe? Because it's like, That's wild. your own fault. No, that's that is one hundred percent your own fault. Just going for some. Really... Well, even if you if you end up being right, I'm gonna say like, oh, I was so obvious, you know. Yeah, as I said, I've just got Eager still winning. Um, I believe she played Bernardo Pereira in the 
last round. Oh, another thing of note. Obviously, last week we said that Raducanu really needs to go on a good run uh, in this, and she didn't even play. Oh, um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, she's out of the top 100. How do you feel about that? Uh, well, as a Brit, I'm a bit, you know... Sad? Sad, yeah. It's frustrating being a British tennis fan because... Especially a Raducanu fan. Uh, well, I feel like just collectively British tennis players generally put you through the ringer. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was... I mean, it it had to happen because... Like, given all the suffering that Andy Murray put us through before he won his first slam, and then Raducanu just rocked up to her second ever slam and won it, it was like, it was, ne- it was never going to be that easy, was it? Yeah. Um, yeah, to be fair, she, 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 it's like she used up all her luck in that one yeah. grand slam. And now yeah. she's been like through so much. Yeah. I she, feel bad for her. Yeah, I, I feel bad for her. I think. I still don't think she's going to be like a one-hit wonder, but mm. yeah, I think it's just going to take time because, as well, like you, uh, like bearing in mind, obviously, she probably would have turned pro sooner, but like COVID happened, um, yeah, and given that situation, she just decided to stay at home, get good A levels, and then go back to professional tennis because obviously tennis like everything else was difficult in the pandemic but yeah it's it's disappointing but i wouldn't be surprised if she ends up taking like a, a bit of a break i think she um, should like i think she, i think i think it might actually be wise like maybe the timing of it i don't know when but it's it's almost like i don't know do wimbledon and the us open to see if you can get anything and then once the US Open's over, just end the season. Other players do that. Yeah. I mean, um, she needs a break now. I don't know about like in six months or whatever. But no. she's doing so bad right now that nothing good can come up with like continuing to do the same thing she's doing. So like yeah. she really needs to change her strategy. strategy so. Yeah. Some of the uh, things that have been happening on the ATP side, obviously one of my predictions, Carlos Alcaraz, he did give me a bit of a nervous moment. I, was I know. A, I was I feeling a little jittery uh, when he lost the first set to uh, Rusevori. And then, I mean, it, he wasn't looking particularly great in the second set. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that that was that was giving me the jitters. And then, but then he, he, he obviously started looking a bit more comfortable. Um, he beat Dimitrov, I think say say pretty comfortably i mean dimitrov did get a break in uh and led 4-2 in um the second set but then immediately got broken back to love so yeah i feel so bad for dimitrov like he was the guy wasn't he he really was and he's such a beautiful player you know like i thought you were gonna go for mirror and draver on him then (laughs) (laughs) i mean he's gorgeous as well (laughs) but no like his game it's just he's so mesmerizing you know like it's so nice seeing him play yeah oh no there were some really good rallies between him and Alcaraz like at the net and everything yeah do you just Um, wish he would actually win things you know I think the time has has gone yeah I know it's it's past but I just I'm I'm never gonna stop mourning that yeah what what could have been what could have been yeah exactly 
if Dimitrov lived up to it. Someone who is looking like they can live up to it again, though, Dominic Team. He had his sort of chance against Tsitsipas, uh, winning the uh, the first set, being a very close third set. Wasn't a close second set. I mean, it was quite hard for Team. I think he ended up playing a lot more points on his serve. Sitsipas played on his. Like, I mean, Sitsipas hit 39 first serves in a row. Wow. It was lasted like over an hour or something. <laughs> it was it was quite an insane stat, to be honest. But it was it was really nice seeing Team. I know. Uh, He's... Do that well. And it, I mean, he was playing very smartly as well because it's like just kick serve hit to sit surpass his backhand hmm. he's been um, away for so long yeah well i mean he hasn't necessarily been away because he he sort of came back around this he came he was definitely at madrid last year i remember murray beat him there yeah but that's a year ago but he's played on the tour since it's literally but it was just like esteril uh couple of weeks back i think was the first time since his comeback that he won consecutive matches uh. So he's, uh, but please, please, Dominic Team, be fit and able. He's, yeah. he's a really good, like, exciting player to watch. Yeah, um, I really like him. And I, I think he's also like, I mean, obviously, I don't know, but he looks like a really nice person as well, you know? Like, he's not like yeah. controversial or anything. He just looks like a fairly, like, really nice person. So I root for him. I hope he comes back and plays at the level that he was playing before yeah i don't know maybe be a bit more convinced that 2020 us open final between him and zverev was a bit torturous it was uh sort of who won't bottle it (laughs) (laughs) oh we know zverev does really bad grand slams do you you see him winning a grand slam ever Oh, well, he would have won uh, Roland Garros last year, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that should count for him. He should have yeah. won just because he would have definitely done it. He de- he definitely would have beaten Nadal, who'd yeah. won the first set. Um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of just feel like the balance of probability suggests that these players like Zverev and Tsitsipas will get one at least hmm. just because... Alcaraz, Rune, and Sinner aren't going to win every single slam. Like the big three didn't win; they won pretty much every single slam, but they didn't win every single slam because yeah. Marin Cilic snuck in there. Murray got a, yeah. Murray got three of them. Del Potro Dan, the yeah, US Del, from Roger. Uh, okay, I mean, yeah, I mean he himself. did. Um, <laughs> Stan for man got in there i just kind of think that it probably will happen zverev probably will win like it will probably be like a us open or something sits pass will probably win i know a french open Hmm. but yeah i don't think it's they're not they're not gonna like clean up yeah i mean we'll see hopefully i really i really do look for a next victory scenario I think people would like sort of Alcaraz, Rune and Sinner to be that. I don't think they will be that. I mean, for them to be that dominant would be crazy. Yeah. Like for it to come, like have one big three and then all of a sudden (laughs) you get another one turn up. Yeah. 
I mean, although I do, I I mean, just watching Carlos Alcaraz play sometimes, it's just like I don't know, eighteen months down the line when he's sort of pretty much found everything he needs to. How is anyone going to beat this guy? Yeah, I mean, I think the only way when people like can win against him is like when he's not doing his best. Yeah, he needs to have a super off day. Yeah. Or, and you need to be... Or an injury, because, like, I mean, they're still, he's still fairly young, you know? When the time comes, that uh, hopefully it won't come soon, that he's, like, starts getting... Because that style of play is not sustainable. Like, as Nadal, you know? (laughs) It's not... You cannot, like, play so aggressively all the time, and... Yeah, I know, but Djokovic has been doing the slipping and sliding for years. I think he found a way to like change his lifestyle to make it in a way that protects his body. But yes, uh, other notable things on the ATP tour. Taylor Fritz, he's won some matches. Is he becoming a at one with the clay? Maybe, maybe not. Because as we know, um, as Stefano Sitspas says, is clay in the US is like a unicorn on a skateboard. <laughs> but yeah, I like Taylor Fritz. I really like him. The, the cameramen like his girlfriend. <laughs> She's very pretty. Yeah, but <laughs> Aslan has returned. Who's that? Aslan Karatsev. Mm. He's uh, just beat Deminor. Oh. Yeah, the demon. Oh, I like him too. What are you doing? Cleaning my brush. Why are you cleaning your hairbrush? <laughs> because I never get the time to do it and. This is a professional podcast. <laughs> well, it's not like I'm doing it on camera. <laughs> like no I mean, you would can know. do it on camera if you want. It's not like we record the video. Exactly. Why is this not professional then? I kind of think it's good that we're barely talking about tennis because that was the problem when we did this Indian Wells part one. Basically, all the stuff that we said was out of date by the time that I'd finished the edit. Yeah, you know, it's a bit weird with these tournaments that end midweek because i feel like i feel like you can do that with like the slams because like there's significant stuff that happens in the first week and there's things to like properly preview going into the second week i mean with the slams everything is going to be significant yeah whereas like these week and a half long events where like 32 of the players get buys through to the second round yeah. it's just so the first round is like really weird it it feels wrong when a final is not happening on a saturday or a sunday although the finals will still happen on saturday because they they start the, the the tournament started on wednesday and it still finishes next week oh uh, well it feels wrong when it starts on a wednesday then <laughs> yeah no it, it does it feels very wrong tournaments just start on a monday finish on a sunday yeah that's what God intended. I don't know if God drew up. <laughs> I'm sure she did. <laughs> oh, progressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, something else from the ATP side. Holger Vroon is out. Um, uh, oh, what a what I've got to say, I did watch as much as that match as I could, but I did also really want to go to sleep because I had to be up for work this morning. Yeah. Um, 
and he got beaten by Davidovic Fakina, 7-6-5-7-7-6. That is the one score that I've written down. Um, <laughs> yes, that that is that sounds like our usual episode there. That one sentence. No, it was a fun match. Um, because not only were we watching Rune versus Davidovich Fakina, we were watching Fox 10 versus Hawkeye. So just for context, uh, for anyone that didn't watch the match for... Um, hey, I watched the highlights. There was a controversial call in the first set where Davidovich Kina, uh was determined uh, one of Holger Runa's winners was actually out. The marking was out, supposedly. Carlos Bernardes, the umpire, seemed to be going along with what Davidovich Keen was saying first, but Fox 10 was referred to at some point, and that said it was in. The uh, broadcasters were using, had access to Hawkeye, which wasn't, wasn't being used in official tournament capacity, and Hawkeye said it was out. So you had two different technologies that are both used on the tour, but only one used at this event. One was saying it was out, one was saying it was in, the marking suggested it was out, supposedly. So, long discussion between the umpire, Davidovich Fakina, and eventually the supervisor. All of this is happening. This this was, that point won the game for Runa. Mm-hmm. And at this point, when this whole discussion was happening, that players went to their benches because it was a changeover, change events. And throughout this discussion, Holger Runa then goes down the other end of the court it's a bit contested what's actually happened, but at some point the crowd got very uh, heated. What do you mean uh, it's contested? Uh, because I don't, he says, I think he said that he didn't rub the mark out. He just looked at it. But the, it... Crowd thought, the crowd thought he rubbed the mark out. Um, Is it recorded though? I know the cameras are all on Davidovich Fakina and the umpire. Oh. Um, uh, you just sort of see Holger Runa loitering in the background. Um, uh, at first I thought he was just going over there to uh, speak to his coach or former coach I don't understand what Patrick Moritoglu is to Holger Rune at the moment because <laughs> they ended their coaching relationship oh did yeah. they? yeah yeah Patrick Moritoglu is still there they ended their coaching relationship before Monte Carlo and since Monte Carlo Patrick Moritoglu has been in the box for every one of uh, Holger Rune's matches so as a fan, <laughs> yeah, as a fan, I don't know, but yeah. So and then and then the crowd just got on uh, Holger Rune's back. I don't think point. the crowd would get on him just because he must have done something. Yeah, no, he can't deny it all he wants, <laughs> or or they've at least perceived that he's done something. Um, but yeah, it was Carlos Bernardes did start talking to Holger Rune. The conversation uh, sort of consists of um, Carlos Bernardes. Uh, going along the lines of calling uh, uh, Rune a silly goose and <laughs> telling him that he probably shouldn't have done that um, because you don't want to upset these fans because they get very heated uh, compared to other tennis tournaments. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah. Yeah, I just... Uh, you know, I don't like Rune. Um, I think he's a brat. And not only is he a brat, he doesn't own up to being a brat. Like... You know, curious. He he's very controversial. You know, he's like he does some stuff like on the wrong serve. Like he says some stuff on and off court. 
I don't but think there's anything morally questionable about an underarm surf. Well, that's another discussion. But Kyrgyz owns up to it, you know? Like, yeah. he's playing that character, and he's like, yeah, so what? You know? He's like, this is me. Like, I don't care. He's incredibly talented, whatever. But he's like, I don't, I'm not going to pretend to be someone else. Whereas Rune, it's like, he's trying to play the victim, but he's mm. a brat. So, like, if you're going to have that attitude, just own up to it. He's, just... He does he, he does seem to have a particular talent for antagonizing the crowd. Yeah, um... and it's like, just, like, if you're going to do that, like, keep it going. Don't do that and then, like, backtrack and be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so young. I'm just a baby. Like, what? Oh, Roger was worse at my age. Well, Alcaraz is your age and he's not like that. So, like, compare yourself to your peers, you know? Don't compare yourself to someone who's, like, 40 now. Compare yourself to the people you're sharing the court and see their behavior. Yeah. Like, I just, I just don't understand why i mean obviously he's a, like everyone's got their own personality and whatever but i don't know i i just find his attitude so strange because i could tolerate him being a brat well, I do, in, in madrid i've seen i've seen uh alcaraz throw a racket oh yeah that was so weird i mean it was it was like the most gentle throw yeah but no I it was seen. still like what but yeah <laughs> you know like i just i don't know what what are your thoughts on Rune? Uh Hulk Rune, I um I do, I yeah. You're trying so hard to be like politician. No, cuz I can it's other players have done this thing in the past where they've antagonized the crowd sort of intentionally to almost like feed off that energy like Djokovic in the past has played the villain I mean yeah. Medvedev how many times have we seen oh, him loves it. pick a fight with sort of everyone I mean you've seen Medvedev even kick a camera yep. once um but oh this is just sort of classic Medvedev sort of moment really with Holger Rune I don't know if he's doing it intentionally but just sort of picking really really bad times to do it I don't think he's or if he's just not thinking about it and he's just being a bit of a a, a, a silly goose <laughs> i just i don't think he's doing it intentionally i mean at least that's what he says he's yeah. like oh like it's just like this feelings i cannot control i mean he does need to control himself and and definitely do that a bit more i mean i get he's young but i think people need young. to be accountable yeah. What's the limit, you know? What if, then, like, a 15-year-old comes and is throwing tantrums still? You're going to be like, oh, well, they're 15. No. Where, where do I you mean, draw the line? No, but 21, I mean, 22? But then, fair enough, like, he, he did this thing, whatever he did, against Davidovich Fakina, and then he got booed and jeered. It's like, <laughs> uh, he, he did it. He then faced the consequences of it. Yeah, I mean... Fair enough. Like the crowd wants and also, what it at wants. The end of, and at the end of the day, he did do something that was fairly inconsequential because the decision had already been made. They couldn't overrule the Fox Ten decision, so it doesn't matter if the mark was there or not. Yeah, but why do it? 
I don't know. It's the. <laughs> it's the. <laughs> I Ill, wouldn't have done it. It's the but... ill intent behind it that like grinds me. Because what's the point? You're not gonna win it. You already won the point. You know. I like, why I, would you? I don't know to what extent it's just like ill intent, or if it's just like lack of foresight. But like, what's the thought process? Like, I wish. I wish he could tell us, <laughs> you know, like if he said, oh, you know what? I just did it because I thought it would be funny. I can get behind that. Mm. I can see that. I can be like, yeah, maybe. I mean, if, if you think of it as a joke, maybe. If he said, oh, I mean, it was an accident. And maybe, I mean, maybe, I don't know. But like, I need a reason. Cause you need a reason. <laughs> just like it, it's like, why? What? What? What if his reason? If you asked him, we we got him on an interview next week, and yeah. and you asked him. So what? What was your justification for doing what you did against Davidovich Fakina? And his response was, "I want to be the villain." <laughs> I can respect that. <laughs> I, I search for villainy in my life. <laughs> I can respect that. You had the famous Carlos Alcaraz going into um, last year's French Open, going into this year's French Open. Have we got the infamous Holger Rune? <laughs> that's that's a nice pairing. <laughs> Even if I don't <laughs> like Djokovic, and I, I do like Medvedev, I respect their character, you know? That they're, like, feeding off these, like, bad vibes from the crowd. Like, I mean... That's a strategy for Medvedev. It works yeah. amazingly because you can see him playing even better when everyone's hating him, which is, I mean, unbelievable. But there, I has, can... to, there has to be space in this sport for like bad vibes performers, like yeah, the, the, like tennis players that that like feast off bad yeah. vibes. Well, you know, like that's entertaining because you know that's that's the intention, but. What I don't like and what I cannot get behind is brattiness. I mean, as much as she's entertaining, Ostapenko is such a brat. She never yeah. outgrew that bratty. And and they said the same when she was young and she was like winning and stuff. They were like, oh, she's a kid, you know, like, oh, yeah, her bad attitude. But now she's not a kid anymore. I've got to say, though, that is, one of the, line? that is one of the funniest on-court interviews I've ever seen. <laughs> Well, Ostapenko was just like, oh, my level is just better than hers. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, she's so, I mean, very entertaining, but still like not, you know, they, they lack manners, some of these yeah. players. I mean, if I was advising these people, I would probably advise against it. I'd be like, you know what, don't anger these thousand odd people, like these many thousands of people. Um, yeah. Because... Yeah. You know, they're athletes, but at the end of the day, they are... I mean, the fact is you're playing a, a, a Spanish guy in Madrid. It's sort of like... Yeah, you're already, like, not the favourite. Yeah, you're already not the favourite. Don't, don't worsen the situation. Don't yeah. do that. There's a controversial um, point, you know? I, I feel like... like I feel you, like you go and do this? I feel like if I was... Next to Patrick Moratoglu in whatever role he has in Holgerun's box, my now they're allowed to do the uh, the coaching. I think my I think I should be hired just to sit there and just just look at Holgerun periodically and just go, don't do that. 
I think it's like common sense, though. (laughs) Maybe he needs that. (laughs) He he needs his common sense coach. At what what age do people grow common sense? Not 20. Just, just, I don't know. Well, he, he there's, keeps there's using his be... age as a defense. No, because I'm sure there's there's plenty of people in their 20s, over their 20s, that don't have much common sense. Yeah, there's plenty of people younger than 20 that do. Yeah. But it's. I don't think it's an age thing. No, it's not. It's not. He's 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 just lacking in it. <laughs> maybe maybe he'll he'll get some. As he uh, gets booed by many more crowds. Maybe, maybe it's a manners thing, though. Maybe this is like a home issue. I don't want to criticize his parents, but <laughs> it... we're going on some weird, weird paths in this podcast. It <laughs> seems it, we... like it. It makes sense, you know, because you see, like, especially with like he he wants to be treated as a child with children. You see this, like, some of them are like, you know, very like. They will pick up their trash. They will like, you know, if you see them in the playground or whatever. Rubbish is not trash. Well, that's the same thing for our American viewers. And then you see others that are like just living everything. They don't care. And that's not, I mean, a kid's not born being like, oh, you know what? I'm going to pick up my trash. That's like a manners thing. And that's taught. So so what you're saying is Holgerun never picked up his rubbish when he was a child. I'm saying it's one of those things. I don't think any tennis player picked up their own rubbish as a child. That's why they give it all to a ball boy. I mean, they they weren't born famous. You know, they weren't born like... <laughs> I mean, some of them... There's this tennis... I don't remember her name, but she, her dad's like a millionaire and whatever. And she really wants... She really wanted to be like a tennis player. So she started playing tennis. And she's fairly good. I don't remember her name. Jessica P- Pagula. Oh, uh, is it her? Yes. No way. Yeah, like her dad owns like a sports franchise or something. I didn't know it was her. I thought she was like some top 30 player or something no, like that. No, it's Jessica Pagula. <gasps> oh my God. Well, I mean, I, don't, I she probably didn't pick up her trash. Or she did because it's not a, like a power thing. It's like a manners thing. I don't think Brune did. Brune. Is it Rune or Brune? I've heard, I've heard Brune differing things. Lately. So I'm going to move with Brune because that helps me differentiate him from Brute. Rude, yeah. Let's just not talk about Casper Rude. There's no point. There's no <laughs> That's point. so cruel. I mean, there's no point anymore. We did the what happened to Casper Rude discussion a few weeks back. We don't <laughs> do it again. <laughs> Not yet. No, maybe we will do when he drops out the top 100 or something. Um, so <laughs> other things happening. Murray versus Gail Monfils in an opening round of a challenger event. I think they're playing on Wednesday. I mean, take us back 10 years. Murray versus Monfils is like I know. quarterfinals, semifinals of a Grand Slam. <laughs> <laughs> now it's been the start of an ATP challenger. <laughs> Oh my gosh, how the mic yeah. have fallen. Simona Halep did an interview, which was, I promise you, I'm not a doper. I mean, it is, I, I get her frustration is they keep pushing back this hearing, supposedly. Um, but I mean, I, th- I would expect her to get a ban because it seems to be the precedent is you're responsible for putting this stuff in your body. If you've not done the necessary checks, then that's mm. 
your fault at the end of the day. And it is interesting that every time a player gets caught out for doping, it's because of contamination and <laughs> doping. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, we'll leave but, that one there. Yeah, I mean, some people say Don't, that everyone dopes. I mean, at that at a professional level, obviously. Because I think every athlete is going to do everything they can that's just within the laws. Next week, there will actually be results to talk about. So yeah, we'll have a final. It it, it will actually be a better podcast. Um, because yeah, yeah, no, this this let's face it, this week's been dreadful. This has not been our strong one. <laughs> um let's just sign off uh remember we have got a twitter account uh where you can at us and tell us that today was a bad episode do it i can take it um <laughs> there is there <laughs> so is also an email address on there that you can contact us on please do subscribe to us and please don't unsubscribe to us um off the back of this <laughs> and leave us a favorable rating on whatever podcast platform you use um it's been a delight thank you for listening goodbye thank you for listening goodbye next week follow us on twitter subscribe to us rate us do all that stuff see you next week for a a better episode we promise adios amigos (laughs) oh i keep nearly pressing the wrong button